0: Welcome to the Big Three IDP Podcast. Here are your hosts, Josh, Bobby, and Adam.
1: What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? This is Josh Raymer, and we are back with another episode of the Big Three IDP Podcast. I almost called it the XFFL Podcast. But gentlemen, this is the Big Three, and we're here to talk defense. I'm here with Adam Markham and Bobby Reynolds. Fellas, what's going on? Good to be here, Josh. How you been, man? I enjoyed your coughing warm-up where you sounded like you wanted to kill yourself. I do want to kill myself. Bobby, how are you?
2: (laughs) My mustache feels good on this microphone. Bobby
1: just spends the majority of the episode rubbing his mustache on the microphone.
2: Love it.
0: That's right, there's a lot of loose hairs in that uh, in that microphone. It's an oral fixation for me.
1: Sure, sure. You guys can hear that. Yeah,
0: you hear a little uh, a little uh, ruffling.
1: Yeah, a ruffling. That's
0: Bobby's beard. Yeah. In the last
2: week or so, I've really gotten into. Uh the, uh, Eagles coaches, uh, Dasani mm-hmm. Waterbomb, really yep. getting into it's that. inspired you. Yeah. I've been what doing is it?
1: The a- ASMR videos where people whisper yeah. and everyone has like an orgasm listening to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's freaks.
0: <laughs> no, I don't understand what's going on with the Yeah. World
1: the world is really a weird place. Mm. Uh, we turned into shock jocks there at the top of the show. Sure. Look, we're just yeah. trying to keep it fresh. You know, we're 27 episodes in now. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. We don't have, you know, we, we don't really know what we're talking about tonight. Yeah. We—I uh, didn't do any prep work. Josh did all the prep work here. Dab. Uh I'm dabbing right now. Yeah. But we just wanted to get here and, and keep the streak going. That's really what this is about.
1: Yeah, we're like Cal Ripken at this point, or mm-hmm. a better comparison, like uh, Eli Manning or Peyton Manning. Just mm-hmm. we're playing for the streak. Yep. Yeah. Our skills long deteriorated, but uh,
2: we're here. I was trying to drive home. A truck just kept. Coming towards your house, and I was like, "Shit, is today Tuesday?" Yes, it is. <laughs> you had that itch.
1: We've talked about it before. We've long wanted to uh, take a break, just take a week off, and uh, we get that itch about Tuesday. And we're like, "Are we gonna?
2: Are we gonna sew this week?" Or-? Yeah, this will be a good sew. I mean, we're freaking exhausted. I've got too many kids. Markham's got a cold again, and Josh's. <laughs> Trying to bank those hours up pre-kid, which it doesn't work. I did
1: sleep in today.
2: I didn't have any work in the morning. I was like, I'm going to sleep in.
1: That's something like 9.30. I
2: was proud of myself. Some freaking good football to talk about. You know, we had a great last couple games last weekend, and then we've got some big stuff to start the day off with. So, you know, Markham, and especially Markham, he used up a, you know, that energy bar from uh, NBA Jam went down eh, 50% probably just from that intro. So, yeah, Markham's
1: going to be real low energy
2: the rest of the show. Yeah, I'm not feeling too well. Not pressing the turbo button anymore. We'll lay off for a second. No more. No
1: more turbo. Well, gentlemen, let's jump into the most important, most shocking news of the night. I'm sure by now you've seen it. The Reaper Ranch Taco at Taco Bell is no more. Mm-hmm. According to the lady in Russellville, Kentucky. It's true. She's so, dead. Bobby, break that down for us. What happens? Yeah, so- What's your state of mind right now?
2: Not only did a good friend of mine gift me with an e gift card, you know, over my email, um, the woman there <laughs> kindly said, We have no idea what that is. I should
1: have just handed you 25
2: American dollars. Would have been much easier. God, Would have been much seriously. easier. Seriously. This was for a little, uh, a little job we had, a little exchange of goods. You've, you've, uh,
1: bas- you've essentially yeah. been my male gigolo slash handyman uh-huh. for job. the yeah. past few weeks here. Handy. Very
2: handy. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah. Yes, it was a thank you gift. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, I completely lost the topic on So they didn't, know, they didn't know, they didn't
0: know, they'd never seen one of these e gift cards before.
2: They had to, they didn't even have a scanner. They typed in the number for it and it ended up paying for whatever I got. I think I got a, what did I get? I got, I tried the, uh, shout out to Charlie in our league. He, uh, he fussed at me a little while back for the cheesy, like, wrapped gordita it has like that parmesan cheese on the outside i tried it again um but i tried to kind of tell them to load up on the meat and uh, it was good and then i had the quesadilla and a little baja but prior to that i did ask for the reaper ranch and the woman informed me we will never have those again
1: we will never have those again
2: (laughs) and i thought but
1: yet she doesn't know how to take the e-gift card so (laughs) i'm getting mixed messages on how
2: plugged into the taco bell (laughs) pipeline this lady is it's uh you know, it is what it is. I feel like they're probably really popular. You know, Adam said the other day that by lunchtime they were already gone.
0: Yeah, they were out the other day when I tried to get them. So I, I mean, she might be onto something.
2: But I, I didn't even try for the other two. I just said, you know, we're just we're just gonna take a detour. Get it's like
1: else. Uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies is Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Simbad, where he tries to find the toy mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve, and it's sold out everywhere. And they have the other two toys, oh, yeah. which suck. Those are the other two tacos. I feel like yes, it's like no one wants those. No one wants them. That's the, so true. The Reaper Ranch is the Turbo Man doll, and mm-hmm. uh, you're not finding those anywhere. Apparently, only, they're never coming back. I only got one in Bowling Green.
0: Wow. Yeah, they. Week. I did hear if you if you can find one, you can sell those things on the black market for yeah. upwards of a hundred dollars. They've
1: got at least. Who a- is buying a Reaper <laughs> Ranch taco? They've got a five <laughs> to ten day,
2: market. you know. Uh, Shipping type They stay good with yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah Did you all price.
1: see this story That a guy is claiming He's had a McDonald's burger In his possession For 30 years <laughs> hey, What's he yeah. doing it? It, just, What's he doing It's like just it? sitting there And it still looks Exactly the same Wasn't
2: it the documentary guy
1: No, I think it was
2: A different person But he has fries as well
1: Yes The, the guy at the end of um, Super Size Me I think it was Kept the fries I gotcha like in a cabinet for a year, and they look exactly the same.
2: I think I've seen the the uh, hamburger or something before, and it's ridiculous how okay it looks. But, you know, that's our insides.
1: Yeah,
0: it's going into you guys. Yeah. You know, think about what you're putting in your body.
1: That's why Adam's in the state that he's in, why he's had a cold <laughs> for about six months now.
0: Pretty much, not taking care of myself. It's <laughs> No one else to blame but myself.
1: Yeah, this is from a week ago. This guy claims to have a 20-year-old McDonald's burger. Sounds good. I it think. hasn't changed, is what he said. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. The pickles disintegrated. That was the only thing. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's incredible. How much would
0: it, cost, like, much would it take for you to take a, a bite of that? I
1: that, don't feel like you would even taste any different. It wouldn't. I mean, I'd do it for free.
2: It wouldn't <laughs> last long. It would be worth it. You know? Any amount of money. It's going to come right back in. We're it. all going to die. Yeah. Why I'm not like, go out eating a
1: McDonald's no, burger? Now you know, boys. How much would it take? Give me a number. Um... Uh, how much is a quarter pounder? Three fifty. <laughs> I can go buy an actual McDonald's burger. I
2: ate a huge silverfish one time for fifty bucks and oh they paid for God. my Mexican meal. So What's a silverfish?
0: How much?
2: Oh dude, it's gross. It's like a like a crawl like a cricket? Like a
0: Yeah, we got like a lot a cricket, of legs.
2: Like a centipede kind of like centipede oh, cricket. Oh I got gotcha. you. Yeah.
0: Those things are disgusting. But they
2: even let me like, eat it Ooh, with some yeah. uh, rice. That's and... gross. Yeah, it was at Porto a long time ago. So how, yeah. much did you,
0: uh, what'd you, how much did you get for doing that?
2: 50 bucks, and they paid for my uh, Porto.
0: What did it taste like?
2: Uh, it was awful. <laughs> it was did awful. It, like, like the the legs and stuff are just... Guts? Oh, that's the worst part. Once oh. you rupture the gut, and then it's just... Ah, Jesus. But we went to uh, Nova Dolce tonight, and um, we got the board. It's like an appetizer, and it's got a bunch of cool, like charcuterie mm-hmm. like cheeses and bull crap and, and stuff on it and one cheese tasted like I'm licking the bottom of your flip flops and you just walked out of the men's bathroom wow dude it was the chalkiest ashiest Ew. nastiest thing and I told her I was like everything was great but this was awful I couldn't even pronounce the cheese but yeah just be be American you know Give me give me my American cheese. Just give
1: me a cut of American cheese. Try some Colby it. Jack. Velveeta. <laughs> a slice of Velveeta. <laughs> Is this so hard?
2: Yeah, we try to be cultured.
1: We tried. That's why we talk about Taco Bell and McDonald's and Popeye's. Yeah. All right, so the actual big news, not that uh, Taco Bell updates aren't big news, but NFL-related news. Luke keekley guys, retires at the age of 28. This literally broke... Probably two hours ago, before we came out to record, uh, Keekley played eight seasons, and he's leaving $10.8 million on the table in 2020. I looked it up. He actually suffered three known concussions during his NFL career, one in 2015, one in 2016, and one in 2017. And there's grades of concussions, one, two, three. I don't know if it goes beyond three, but he's had a one, a two, and a three. Mm -hmm. so um the three i guess was the one where he was uh carted off Mm -hmm.
0: hyperventilating
1: that was the one where he looked like honestly scared Uh like that that scene was like made you kind of reevaluate like being a football fan like wow look at this like grown man sitting there almost in tears
0: yeah turns out the uh the fear of of luke keekley and and the injury concerns and concussion cut concussion concerns and all that stuff that was real that was a real thing to have and a real thing to uh you know be worried about because we see his his career is is ending short mm-hmm. um it is odd though that he I mean he's been relatively healthy for the past two seasons mm-hmm. uh he still had a really productive year I know that defense wasn't wasn't good mm-hmm. um but I mean, overall, I thought he was still one of the better linebackers in the league. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, in the in the little announcement video that he he made, uh, I think he mentioned that he didn't feel like he was just fast enough or strong enough anymore, which was just kind of surprising That's to hear.
1: Interesting, because he's always been yeah. one of the fastest players sideline to sideline. So to hear a guy be that open and honest and just say, I don't think I can do this anymore yeah. speed wise or strength wise is
0: he added that that was part of it. I mean, but that's not all of it. I feel like a lot of it has to be with the concussion stuff and, and that worry. Um, I don't know where he's at as far as like, is he married? Does he have kids? I don't, does he, mm-hmm. sometimes a lot of that stuff starts, you know, factoring in once you start having a family and oh, stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, the at the, you know, at the age where you start
1: kind of thinking about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, So I don't know. He is married. I just looked it up. Uh, So that, you know, that played a factor in Andrew Luck's retirement. Mm -hmm. He had just gotten married. He had a kid on the way. And I'm sure that played a, I'm sure Andrew Luck's retirement played a factor in Luke.
0: Yeah. You know, making the decision, decision too. He, you know, uh, it takes a lot of courage to do what Luck did. Yeah and um when he did it especially yeah i know and so yeah, i think that's that's probably weighed on a lot of guys minds and i think luke you know mm-hmm. he saw the response and the backlash maybe luck got mm-hmm. from you know by doing it that close to the season mm-hmm. uh, cuz a lot of fans just don't understand that type of stuff you know they're not uh they don't think of the player's best interests a lot of times mm-hmm. um and i think he he probably just wanted to get a, get out ahead of it and do it now do it mm-hmm. as soon as the season was over um and i think that's that's probably the smart way to do it, mm-hmm. um, but to hate, I hate it for for us fans and us, you know, IDP lovers. I mean, that's uh, that's, that's one a, of the top the top ten linebacker yeah, gone gone. Yeah. You know, it's just a shame. And uh,
1: and you feel like there were several more top ten seasons on the horizon for Luke if he were able to stay healthy.
0: Definitely,
2: I think Luke listened to the pod last week where uh, you talked about Cam Newton was going to be the quarterback for twenty twenty one. He's like, I am not playing with that dude again. Maybe he maybe maybe Matt Rule came in and was like Luke, we need you to play quarterback. (laughs) He, he, uh, I can't. I think, and he he might have said this Adam, but I think it's it's kind of a generational thing that's kind of coming around. You know, damn millennials. You know, my my I don't know, not necessarily my parents, but you know, people of my parents' age are of the mindset like I'm. You know, a lot of them I feel like are workaholics you know i'm gonna work till i die and you can drag me out of this office feet first and i'm thinking that's great hopefully the day that i can retire my hind end is gonna be out of there oh if
1: i could retire tomorrow yeah. i'd be like and out of
0: here dude if your parents are like mine even when they are yeah. like relaxing or finding like,
2: something else to do they're always doing something yeah
0: pick doing something around the house something yeah. around the yard always
2: yeah yeah
1: i'd be uh just literally not doing anything yeah uh, as soon as I had the opportunity to do that.
2: And it, you know, I, I don't dislike either of these. Keekley kind of teared off a little bit last year. He had a really big week um, against the Seahawks. I think he had 17 combined tackles, and then the week before he had 11. But around that, he had seven combined, six, another seven, another six. So, I mean, I traded him actually about mid-season last year um, and was kind of okay with that. He ended up not producing, you know, Luke Keekley type numbers. But – you know, good for him. I, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with the luck, you know, situation. If that's what you feel like is best for you and your family, I mean, that's really all that you have to answer to at the, you know, the end of all this. Who cares what really fans or people have to say?
1: So, two questions here, guys. Number one is Keekly a Hall of Famer? I think so. I think so.
0: I mean. He's never he's never had less than what like 130 tackles in a year. Yeah, uh, and he came into the league at like and I think he had like 160, you know, mm-hmm. off the bat, and he was he had that for around like three years in a row, and then it kind of leveled off. Mm-hmm. But he's I'm pretty sure been 120 and up every year, but just always been the leader of that defense, and it's always been a, one of the league's better defenses. Yeah, it's the same question, you know, with like Patrick Willis. Same thing. Uh-huh. Um and even Calvin Johnson and, uh-huh. and Barry Sanders and guys like that who've had short careers, but they've been great mm-hmm. and the you know, the probably the best at their position, you know, while they played, even if it was only eight eight
1: years of it. Yeah. It's a question I heard asked on the Around the NFL podcast, which was Would you rather have like a Frank Gore type career? Of, like, what's Frank up to now? Like, 15 yeah. seasons, 16 no seasons? Yeah. Frank's a
0: compiler. No thanks. I'd rather have the greatness. Or mm.
1: s- s- five to eight years of, like, top two or three in the NFL brilliance.
0: Yeah. I'd prefer the brilliance.
1: Yeah. So, to answer your... To follow up on the point you said earlier, Keekley's lowest tackle numbers... Uh, were in 2016, he had 102 combined tackles but only played 10 games. There you go. So still that was a great solid. year still. With yeah. a full season, his lowest total on tackles was 130. Mm-hmm. And that was in 2018. And what was his first year in the league? How many tackles did he first have? First year in the league, 164 tackles. Wow. Over 10 Nasty. per game.
0: That's like what um, Leonard did yeah. had that last year. Didn't yeah. Kind of close to that. Yeah, just I mean one of the one of the best in my opinion. I, I think he's a Hall of Famer.
2: I agree. Aside from the one Cam run a couple of years ago, how many times has keekley been in the playoffs?
1: Uh, Only I, a couple, two or three, I think. Yeah, probably
2: two or three. Not too many deep runs. No,
0: but that's always been a tough division. You know, yeah. you're battling against yeah. Drew Brees Saints. and Matt Ryan, yeah. or, uh, James
1: Winston, yeah, <laughs> Jmo. <laughs> I saw something that was great. It was like, can we please get Jameis Winston as the quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders? Yeah, that'd be great. Like that would great. be perfect, right? That would be nice. It'd be awesome.
2: It makes you think as well. Well, similar age, maybe think about, but Brandon Cook's, you know, concussion wise, kind of similar type guy. He's had three to four major concussions now. He's twenty six years old. Um and his you know, he's still making really good money actually. But it makes you think about He's definitely lying last year when he was talking about, you know, I never thought about retirement. Well, bull crap, dude. You know, some of these, I don't know, y'all get into too many of these 30 for 30s or, like, some of these, you know, older documentaries of these football players, but they just talk about, like, you know, Monday morning or Tuesday morning based on whenever they play, just, like, freaking waking up and pissing blood and, like, you know, not being able to move and, like, what – I mean – I understand it's awesome to talk fantasy football, but sometimes I don't think the the fandom really sees the full brunt of what football does on these guys' bodies. I saw where Rob Gronkowski
0: said last year after the Super Bowl that he took a hit in in that Super Bowl uh, Mm -hmm. game, and it was, I think, to his thigh. Mm -hmm. But he said he was in such pain, like, the rest of the night, like, was miserable. Mm -hmm. Like, the ride home, he was just miserable, Mm -hmm. like, was just – you know, just severely hurting from this injury. Yeah. Uh And he just won the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. You know? You spend the night in agony. Yeah. yeah. Should he be a great sleep. night. He couldn't
0: sleep. It wasn't like he couldn't sleep because he was up, you know, part, and he was, like, in just, you know, so much pain. Huh. So, yeah, these guys, you know, we don't think about that stuff, but mm. there's no way any of us could could ever step on a field oh
1: god we could do it but we'd yeah i wouldn't be stepping off i'd be dragged (laughs) off what would you do
2: what would you do you had to you had to go play a series where are you gonna play
1: uh punter punter yeah i'm just gonna literally kick it as quick as i can and just run What you addy Hmm,
0: that's a good question
1: i'd probably
0: i'd probably be a punter or a kicker as well okay
1: I've always said, if you want your kid to play football, have him punt. There's no pressure, yeah. you can't win or lose the game as a punter, although did
0: you see that punter uh, in college this year? I can't remember the game. I don't I'm not a big college fan, but there was some punter that got his leg broke worse than like anything I've ever seen <laughs> was it, it was awful
1: yes, I do remember that yeah. it was that. awful,
0: so actually I would not be punter. I would be a uh I would be a kickoff return guy okay and then i would just let i would go. fair catch it or i'd let it go in the end zone i got you
1: i would be on the kickoff team and i would just run and like avoid people <laughs> like i was playing tag and i would just run to the end zone and still run to the side still line. a big risk i got it's a big risk. then run into the tunnel Sheet. That's a
0: big risk dude you're remember you gotta keep your head on the swivel yeah, yeah. yeah. so
1: uh brandon cooks <laughs> has suffered five concussions oh my god six year
0: next you're
1: next brandon I hope he is, and that way the Rams don't have to pay. (laughs) We don't need you to start coughing again, okay? All right, so the second question I had here, guys, who is the best linebacker in the NFL right now? Uh, It's got to be Fred Warner. (laughs) 101 for Fred, right, Bobby? 101 for Fred. I say it's Bobby Wagner, not not for IDP purposes, but just like actual NFL. Who is the best linebacker? Give me Bobby.
0: Hmm. Oh, a lot of people were talking about Bobby Wagner having a down year. Mm -hmm. You know, but I mean,
1: I also saw he was dealing with like multiple injuries. Yeah, that which that probably that always comes out. I think ankle ankle was one I remember for sure. Maybe hip or Hmm. shoulder.
0: Yeah, Yeah. he's getting up there though. You know, so. um, that's a good. That's a really good question. Um, the candidates would be what? Uh,
1: Leonard, Wagner. I would. I would put Fred in the mix. And all joking aside. Uh, Jalen Smith, maybe. Tremaine mm-hmm. Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds, yes.
2: I really um, love Corey Littleton. Corey yeah, Corey Littleton. absolutely
1: should be in the discussion.
2: Um, Best is hard because you really don't want a guy like Keekly who's on the backside of his career, but yet it's kind of hard to say that you'd take a you know. Jalen Smith who's only 2 years into the league, you know. Yeah. You kind of want that mix of a little bit of, you know, veteran presence but also still youthful, you know. That's hard. It's a tough question.
0: I don't know. There's not one that really stands out anymore cuz with Wagner's age, I mean, yeah. it's a different gonna, question. There's going to be some the torches available to take.
1: Yeah, know? I think if I were starting an actual NFL team, Bobby's probably the guy I would want as far as like the leader of the defense. Never misses tackles. If it was a
0: one year type deal, are you talking about like long term? It wouldn't be Bobby so, Wagner.
1: Yeah, just a just a one year build a team to win the Super Bowl type okay. of thing. But, like,
0: but what if it was, uh, you know, multi year, twenty years? Oh
1: yeah, um, and for IDP purposes as well, my question would be Darius Leonard. I think we talked about That's that
2: earlier. Was
1: nice. who's your one hundred and one linebacker headed into next year? It's uh, the Maniac.
2: Hmm. Let's talk IDP a little bit. What, uh, what would you do in the offseason to go get Leonard? You've already kind of, you know, verbally expressed you know some interest in making some moves. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: uh, what would you all be willing to offer up? Let's say draft pick. Let's kind of cycle through some different trade options. Um, I don't know that I would. You probably would have to offer a one, a first for Leonard, but yeah. I don't know that I'd want to pay
0: that if someone. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to give up a first.
1: Would you give up a back-end, running back one, top-end RB2? For Darius Leonard? For Leonard. So like that looks like
0: what, like Todd Gurley or uh, James Conner?
1: Yeah, let's see who actually finished. Well, it's it's such a weird year in so terms of like, yeah. where guys fit. And removing like contract considerations in our league and also... Dynasty implications if we're just talking about like. um, Because Leonard's on
2: a song of a contract, isn't he? I
0: probably wouldn't trade Leonard for uh, that type of running back because the only running backs I really want are like, you know, the ones that are going to be like top 10. Mm -hmm. Because outside of that, you never know how, you know, these running back careers go. Okay.
1: Great example. Uh, Derrick Henry just got moved in our league this week. Mm -hmm. He finished as the RB, looks like uh, five. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four, five. The running back, five. He moved for Leighton Van Der Esch, a second rounder, and somebody else thrown in there. I can't remember who it was Lotte specifically. David. No, I think that was a separate trade. I gotcha. Uh, so would you move Henry straight up for
2: Darius Leonard?
0: Um, no, I don't think so. Henry's too hot right now. Yeah, I mean you could get
2: you get a, a lot more. For,
1: I
0: think yeah. you get a lot more for Henry than you can for Leonard. It was, yeah.
1: uh, Darius Geis, the two hundred five and LVE. So two. So he got to, that was. It's
2: <clears throat> an
0: interesting we, trade.
2: We can talk about that live, but I, I love that for the Henry buyer. I agree. Um, we've talked about Bryce Love. I'm a Bryce Love lover. Um, I just I don't have faith in Geist. You know that injury thing. He just can't shake. Um, who else did you say as well? Uh, LVE and the two hundred five. I don't care about LVE because we literally just talked about, you know, possibly Jalen Smith being one of the best linebackers in the league. And the injury stuff is, is yeah, significant next, for LVE. We'll talk thing. about him in just a second, actually. So the two, basically, I mean, LVE will have some intrinsic value. I'm sure he will show some signs of health. Yeah. Let's hope he doesn't show that Sean Lee bug. But, um, you know, in essence, I don't, I don't value guys very much at all. Okay. So the 205 for Henry really is what you're looking at. I mean, I know those two guys aren't throwaway, but yeah. You I must don't...
1: like the potential if you're the Henry seller of LVE and guys for bounce back years. Yeah. And obviously the 205 you can go grab a linebacker yeah. or I'm sorry, uh, a running back potentially at that spot. Maybe not a Henry level guy obviously right out the gate, but heck, I mean you got Camara in the second round yeah, the year he came out. It's
0: got a I mean it that's the thing it can that that trade can you know, really turn around this next year. I mean, yeah. I, Cause I don't know what to make of Geist either. He looked really good against, in that uh, game against, what was it, Carolina? Uh-huh. I think he put up like 120 and like two touchdowns, but mm-hmm. then he got hurt, you know, at the end mm-hmm. of the year again. Um,
2: Ron Rivera now, you know, new coaching staff. They're probably going to take a wide receiver pretty high. Yeah. Are you going to go ahead and, you know, give uh, Haskins the ball to start the season? There's a lot of ifs in Washington, you know, for the rollover of the new year. That's true. And so, I don't think, I guess my problem with the trade is just, I don't think, like exactly what Adam said, this is not the right time to try to sell Henry. Like, Henry's going to be great until the beginning of the year. I guess the only thing that could get worse is if, I don't know, they don't extend him for some reason, and he... Gets money it's, on the free agent market. It's not the market.
0: pieces I would have sought out if I was trading away Henry. It,
2: yeah. It's a great time to sell Henry because his value is never
1: going to be higher yeah. if you don't like him moving forward. But
2: it's also a very difficult year in our league to get any first because me and another guy own basically the whole first round, and I don't have any plans of moving mine, and I know even more so the other dude doesn't. That's probably what
1: the Henry owner realized is sure. that I'm not going to be able to get a first for this guy, so and I th- really want to move him before his value. Gets you know what if he comes out and puts up thirty eight yards you know next week against yeah. Kansas City then his value
2: has dropped off significantly from where it is okay. now so here's a thought would you all have rather had that or I'm sure Zach would have given the one eleven for Henry would you have rather had that, the one eleven for Henry or all no that I'd still him rather him? have Henry I got gotcha. you would would you rather
1: have the one eleven or the two oh five LVE Darius Geis offer um. So, I'd probably take one eleven. I think. I over, mean, that's over the package. Over the yeah. package. That's I'd six th- spots up. I'd still rather
0: have the package. The second case, round. Second round's gonna be nice this year. Just yeah. in case
1: those guys hit too. I mean, if nothing else, LVE is a nice flex play. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just feel like you can,
0: uh, with as much talent as there is in this draft, like mm-hmm. there's gonna be people falling. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: if there's one thing doing these consistency charts for our website has shown me. It's that there are so many guys mm. that end up in like the top thirty six. You know, yeah. a linebacker one, two, or three that were on nobody's radar. And you can before be, the season,
2: you yeah, can be sitting true. here thinking that you're pretty. You know, I thought preseason, I had Roquan, I was like, man, this is gonna be dope. I'm gonna Roquan's gonna be a top three linebacker, and then you have the whole like vehicle, you know, scare and whatever week that was, week five or six, and then he just. It was weird ever since then. So, you know, you might be sitting here and thinking that you've got just a dope defense, and that can change, like, so fast. Or all of a sudden, an Anthony Walker can come in and be like, wow. Darius Leonard's been out for a little while, and Walker just had 12 tackles this week. I
1: swear I think Walker finished as either an LB2 or like a high-end LB3 on the season.
2: So, I mean, as much as you want to try to talk, and I did this a bunch last year, I traded a lot of offense for defense because I thought, you know, and I, I acquired some decent pieces, but, man, you just, offense, there's just no comparison. Yeah,
1: that was the big takeaway for me this season was... I'm not going to spend a lot on my defense. Um, if you're in an auction draft, actual dollars. If you're in a snake draft, don't spend a high round pick on defense mm-hmm. because throughout the season there are going to be so many guys that you can plug in, yeah. and offense is just typically more consistent week to week. Yeah. And so that's been my big takeaway is don't trade away a lot for defense yeah. and don't overpay for defense come – Acquisition season. And
2: just like, you know, the rookie draft and every, you know, we've got an Ohio State fan in our league, and he's already talking about, you know, Chase Young and how high you would take him. But it just doesn't make sense to take him very high because even in a monumental defensive end year, what's he going to get you? You know, two hundred fifty, Yeah, maybe. I guess in a crazy year. But, I mean, rookie year, you're probably not expecting that.
0: You're expecting what, like, at most maybe – 13, 14 but, sacks his rookie year.
2: But you have a you know you draft a Christian McCaffrey or a Saquon or an Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I mean if you is, draft a, a the number first one running you're back tender at, for the next exactly yeah, six years exactly.
1: So here is another trade, and then we got to move on, fellas. But No,
2: we're doing trade talk all night. Tyler Cancel Lockett
1: Listo. for Darius Leonard. Who'd you rather have? Huh. Um, I'd probably. I think I mean, I'd
0: rather have Leonard. There is a lot of things that you you know there are a lot of factors is it a return yard league um so if it was i think i well i don't know i'd still probably rather have leonard honestly i just don't know how good uh lockett's gonna be long term especially with dk being
1: kind of with leonard if leonard's healthy you know he's an lb1 yeah you know that i mean just lock it in if the guy's healthy he's gonna be there with lockett we really don't know because dk is the big question mark um And then just lock it himself mm-hmm. uh, obviously had a great year, finished as the wide receiver five in our league. by the way, Michael Thomas, the number one wide receiver, outscored chris Godwin, the number two wide receiver by one hundred and one points. Wow, if you were wondering who the true fantasy m v p was this year, it was michael Thomas and
2: guess who won our league this year? the, the michael, michael Thomas, Thomas owner. owner, yeah. yeah. He was the Mahomes last year. Yeah.
0: Lockett uh, took a dump down the stretch. And, yeah, and he really did, did. He did in the, uh, in the championship game, too, though, mm-hmm. which was funny. I don't think I ever touched on this. But around week three of that, you know, the, the, my Bada Bing league, mm-hmm. I traded away Tyler Lockett for Mark Andrews. Ooh, wow. nice. So their week, their week 16 stat line had had the uh, Lamar and Mark Andrews stat. Went crazy. It was beautiful. But won you that league? Won me that, won me that that uh, league, and won me that week. That trade was the difference in in that uh, that game. Yeah. I won by like five points, but Mark Andrews had like twenty six points, and then Lockett had two, I think. Wow, he did take a dump down the stretch. Yeah,
2: they are looking DK's way a lot. He's kind of becoming the go to just a little bit. How can you not? Dude's enormous. He looks you know? like the freaking Terminator. It makes yeah. it easier. I maybe probably still take Lockett. Lockett, okay. I like the punt return yards. That's and kind return, of a nice I'll, I'll
1: even give you all the caveat of return league. You're both going Lockett or? I'm going to go Leonard. Okay, Leonard, Leonard, Lockett. It. It I'll go Lockett, like too. Okay. So, uh some coaching hiring news. The uh, final vacancy has been filled. Uh Nostradamus over here predicted it. Kevin Stefanski hired as the new Browns coach. And even though I called it, I'm just kind of, Bobby, to borrow your phrase, kind of meh on this one. Mm. I'm going to wait and see. It's the Browns. You never know. And it just seems like there's always hope, followed by a devastating, we-just-fired-our-coach press conference about a year and a half to two years later. Yeah,
2: It did seem like our boy, uh, Mike Wollert, was a little upset with the uh, the length of the contract. Wasn't it five years?
1: Five years. I think he was just like... He won't ever see the end of
0: that. No, yeah, yeah. he'll
1: be getting money on that contract, uh, you know, without doing any work for the Browns. Probably a year, three, four, five, if history's any indication. Yeah, yeah. I think people will
0: need to maybe settle down a little bit. I think Stefanski's a really good coach. Yeah, and uh, if you look at Minnesota, they had probably their best offense that they've had in, gosh, I don't since Mm Favre, since the Favre days, and um, and really, I don't think Stefanski had a lot of control, you know, like like he would you know, a lot of freedom like he's probably going to have in Cleveland because he had Zimmer there and Zimmer still kind of was pulling a lot of the strings. Remember Zimmer was, uh, very vocal about how they wanted to run the ball, how he wanted the offense to run the ball more. And you saw that reflected in this year. Um, so yeah, I, I do like it for Cleveland. I think it's, uh, I think it's good to have a, uh, an offensive minded guy there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great for Chubb. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll be good for Odell. Good for, good for Landry. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it won't be worse. Kitchens yeah. wasn't wasn't ready. Stefanski's fine.
1: One thing we can't know about this guy is will he have the discipline? Will yeah. he have the locker room presence? Will well, he command the respect of the players? I mean,
0: if you look at if you look at what a lot of the Minnesota guys have been saying since he's left, I mean, I think you see that they all respected him. He was yeah. well liked in the locker room. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be fine there and uh I know it wasn't the splash that a lot of us were hoping for, but yeah. it's a it's a solid it's a solid hire. And I think he'll be fine.
2: What about Njoku? Um, you think he? Yeah, it gets should be. I think. I think.
0: Uh, I think it's it's a positive for everyone on offense.
2: Mm-hmm. What about Cream Hunt? Is he going to be gone? It
0: just depends on what you know where he goes. I think he's a he's an he's a restricted free agent, or so he could be. They can match. Well, he'll probably have like a tender, I would think, like a second-round tender. So if someone wants to sign him, they would essentially would have to trade a pick, I think. I think that's how it works with with guys like that.
1: Yeah, he is an RFA.
0: So I think he would be kind of counted as a second round.
2: Do you think they got better with Hunt last year?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean,
2: yeah, I think so. He added another dimension to that offense. It was interesting. Uh-huh. Hunt played well, no w- doubt about it. The way they used him was interesting, just yeah. with him and Chubb both on the field. Used like, him out the slot a lot. Yeah. Huh. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm really curious to see how that situation shakes out. I'm not, if he is going to, you know what, If he is going to be worth a second-round tender, I'm not sure a lot of people make that move Mm -hmm. and give up their second-round pick because of the depth of this class, especially at running back. So
1: he could stick around in Cleveland for another year. Mm -hmm. So other news here, fellas. This was a weird one. I I like saw a screen grab of this video. I didn't watch it because I I don't want to, you know, anything. I don't want to give Antonio Brown any social media clicks. Mm -hmm. But apparently he blasted the police on social media with like his kids present. The police in Hollywood, Florida, were called to a domestic disturbance. And uh, like, I think I saw where they were standing out in the street A.B.'s like in the yard on Periscope, like just verbally abusive toward these cops. And apparently A.B. had previously donated to the Police Athletic League. Uh, But police there, after the incident, they're like cutting all ties. Like we are not having you as a donor anymore. And when I first read this, I thought, are they like not going to provide emergency services to Antonio Brown anymore? Because the headline was like, Hollywood, Florida police are severing ties with Antonio Brown. I was like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> it's like, if he calls the police, they just go back, no, A.B., deal with it on your own. Got
0: ties with you, A.B. <laughs> You're dead. Yeah, But uh, the Bentley stays, the broke hoes go. <laughs> Is this a tweet? That's, what's, that's uh, what an- an- Antonio said mm. today to this female that he was having an altercation with. Mm. Um, I guess it was, I don't, I don't know. I, I did watch that video. It's like 2 minutes long of him like cussing out the police officers, yelling at this girl that I, that I guess stole from him, stole may, tried to maybe steal his Bentley or something. I'm not I'm not sure. It's all very confusing. It's all like on a like a Snapchat live or something. Huh. Um but yeah, he's uh, he's definitely like you know, disrespecting the police officers, <laughs> telling them, you know, that to get the get the f out. <laughs> get off his property. Uh, meanwhile, he's yeah, yelling at this girl all in front of his kids. His kids are there, you know, hearing all this stuff go down. Um just sad, man. I mean, yeah. it, and it doesn't seem like he's going to ever play again. That's yeah. that
1: was my question. And this is a serious question because I'm legitimately worried about this guy's mental health. Does he step on an NFL field or step a foot in jail? Which of the two comes first? Probably jail, yeah, I, like because sure. you see this kind of escalating, mm-hmm. like it's getting, you know, it's getting more erratic, more frequent
0: too. I mean, yeah, he started rapping, he's put out a rap
1: song. Clearly, rap he's video. being. We see him being verbally abusive, yeah, uh, to this female in this video. Yeah, um, it just uh, yeah to go from where we were last year with AB having this great season. The controversy at the end of the season, okay, but then he's with the Raiders, and it's like, all right, this is going to be good. I, I think he's going to have a good... And then to where we are now, yeah, that's one of the most bizarre, somehow underreported stories, I feel like, of the 2019 NFL season.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a weird situation, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's someone that probably has maybe some CTE going on. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? One of the greatest receivers to ever play, and yeah. now he's just like, everyone is...
2: Sort of an agreement, he's done. One of the greatest receivers to ever play last year. Yeah. I mean, like, his last season. Was you, great. He won the championship I did. because of Antonio If he Brown. was in the league, he'd still be great. Absolutely. He'd still be
0: the top three receiver, maybe look, the best still.
2: Look at the one week he played this year in New England. Yeah. Had a touchdown, like, five receptions, 80 yards. First game. Yeah. Didn't know the playbook <laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> How are the feet? That's what I want to know. Are they still frostbit? I don't know. Yeah.
0: But, uh... That
1: was when you knew, you were like, okay... Something
2: very wrong is going on with AB's brain. Somebody put a tweet on Twitter and literally I think it was today about where do we value AB and Dynasty and I'm just like we don't. Well, it we don't. no, but it was literally like the two options were like you know mid second, mid third and I'm like who's giving a second or a third, I think people Antonio that create
0: those polls are people that own Antonio Brown, and they and they get those options. Get but they, they just put those options out there like it's like, oh, these are valid. Like yeah. these are these are Brown or they should be worth. Just yeah. so they get they get something on out all of. their
2: burner accounts and like vote. Yeah, for and then, second, yeah. second. I'm gonna bring it to the, yeah. look, to the guys. Trade partner. I'm just reporting
1: here, okay? <laughs> uh, second rounder 99 percent uh, to one. The.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: pretty funny. So, uh some dudes in our league would do that. Yes, they would. Uh-huh. So this is the section I call Guys Having Surgery. <clears throat> so Jameis Winston had surgery apparently on his thumb. Juan Thornhill had surgery on his torn ACL. Uh, speedy Recovery one. Ed Oliver had some kind of unknown surgery. He just posted like a photo or a video or something from a hospital bed where he was recovering. Mm. So we don't know what that was for. Uh, we mentioned it earlier. Leighton Van Der Esch had neck surgery. So that's great. Anytime you can get your neck cut on, that's awesome. And you're a linebacker. Yes, and, and that's uh, been a
0: that's been a an issue for him his whole mm, career. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that was yeah. an issue coming in from the in the draft. Mm-hmm. So eh, we'll see.
1: And then uh, Jadavion Clowney is having core surgery next week. Mm. Never know what that means. The core. Mm. There's a lot of muscles in your core. Like, what does that mean? Can you be a little more specific out there? I've got no muscles in my core. <laughs> yeah, it's just a keg. Just a breeder.
0: It's right.
1: Uh... So, uh, two others, just kind of quick pieces of news here I thought were interesting. Chad Johnson is apparently getting a kicker tryout in the XFL. That's a lot of fun. I'd love to see Ocho Cinco. Hmm. So, go by Chad Johnson or Ocho Cinco now.
2: Probably Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson. Chad
1: Johnson. Okay. Well, I'd love to see the artist formerly known as Ocho Cinco back in football, yeah, especially at a totally great. different position. It'd what be a, great.
2: Be so much fun. What about Meta World Peace? Did he ever go back?
1: Um, man, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure.
2: Hey, Meta, what's up, bro? Not Meta, boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man. I'm
2: gonna look that up while we're talking. That was really some good B-ball curious. with Meta World Peace, man. Those were the good times in the NBA.
0: The best brawl ever, man. Yeah. Remember that one? Oh yeah. How can you please? the Palace.
2: Oh yeah. Who was the other dude? Uh, he is still currently meta world peace, it looks like. Him and, uh, what's his name got in the stands? Steven Jackson. There you go. <laughs> Just
1: it's mauling the, people, dude. The melee <laughs>
0: that was so great, like, man. That was a wild team. And then uh, Jermaine O'Neal, Stephen
2: Jackson, Ron Artest. And then on the Pistons, you had uh, Big Ben Wallace in there. Big Ben Wallace, there. Rasheed Wallace. Oh, Rasheed. that Pistons that was trouble, team was dirty, yeah. that, was
0: just, that was just asking for trouble. Those two teams. Yeah.
1: So last piece of news here, fellas. Antonio Gates retired today. I thought he had retired like mid-season. Uh-huh. I didn't know he was still on an NFL roster.
0: Pretty cool of you to upstage him, Luke. Yeah, thanks a lot, Luke. Uh,
1: but where does this rank for you all? Where does he rank on your list of all time tight ends?
0: He's up there for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's one of
1: the best I've ever seen. I would uh, put him number three. I'd put Gronk one, Tony Gonzalez two, Gates three. Yeah. I like uh, that. that seems about right. Mm-hmm. Dallas Clark four. Hmm.
0: Now the Dallas Goddard for Dallas yeah. <laughs> yes who's sir. the better? Who's the
1: better Dallas? Dallas Goddard, baby. I know oh, who has God. the better touchdown and big catch celebration. Dallas Clark, remember he used to get down real low and go between his legs. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: this just such a white guy thing, you know.
1: I always love that.
2: Speaking of tight ends, what about uh Johnu's catch last week? Man, yeah, wow.
1: that was so sick. Woo, Woo baby. He good. That's what we were talking about. I think over uh, while we were watching games I said was Delaney Walker just like a progress stopper. Was yeah. was that mm-hmm. injury actually a good thing for them to unlock who's potential? Mm.
0: Yeah, maybe. I think so, man. It's it might be, you know, similar to what we see. I hope at least I having in Thomas. So I, I'm saying that, of course, but it could be a similar situation to what we see there, you mm-hmm. know. A lot of times you got to wait for these veterans to get out of there. Uh get out of here. Yeah.
2: And that's something I've learned and in- you know, mostly from Adam, but you got to be okay with just drafting a couple tight ends and some of them are going to suck. You're going to have Chris Herndon's that don't work out. You know, you're just going to have some of these dudes that are just awful, but one of these dudes is liable to pan out, but it's going to take you three to four years probably to, you know, really yeah. see much production come from them.
0: I was looking at my, my RSO team uh, and I have them all spaced out. Like they've all, uh it's like the last four draft class pretty much, Yeah, but uh it, I've got, Evan Ingram, um, Dallas Goddard, Ian Thomas, and wow. then Irv Smith.
2: Nice. You tied in you, baby. Yes, see, so I've got uh, Janu, I've got Injoku, I have Chris Herndon, and OJ Howard.
0: That's nice. You're also tied That's in nice. you. Eh, OJ's. Those are nice little darts, though. Hoping he goes. And OJ somewhere should else. bounce. He'll bounce
2: back. We'll see. Hopefully, bouncing somewhere I, else. I
0: feel like uh, the break thing is going to have to end here at some point. I think they can maybe cut him at some point.
2: Yeah. So we'll you know. see.
1: I don't think I yeah, I had Greg Olson and Vance McDonald, so I am not tied in you. You
2: took you, Vance pretty
1: early last year. Come see me. Vance dance. I might do it. Come see me, bud. Ooh. I think they just re signed Cameron Braid though.
0: They did. They gave him like a five year deal, but I feel like it's one of those deals where it's like maybe they can get out of it. Front end heavy.
1: Yeah, the dead cap um this next <laughs> off season is zero. <laughs>
0: that sneeze. so <laughs> I thought,
1: yeah you're right. I thought I was watching Adam die there, guys. I Zero he dead cap, <laughs> but fall at the floor.
2: About to I have a, a stroke. Are you a, smelling burnt toast.
0: I felt a sneeze coming on, so I've been I like scrunch up my face like a maniac. I scared Bobby.
2: <laughs> I was a little worried. I had nine one one already typed in. That government, they're on. <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello.
1: Is This the Big Three IDP podcast. We're big fans. All right, we're gonna take a break so Bobby can pluck the hair out of his. Uh, Microphone cover, and uh, we'll see you guys back here in just a sec All right, we're back. Bobby has a nice little pile of hair sitting next to his computer that he plucked from the microphone. Mm. I think if I didn't, if we just stopped talking, you would just keep doing that until it just rubbed your mustache
2: off. (laughs) Puts me to sleep, God. all All right. Well, I see you have Starbucks coffee. Is that decaf? Heck no, that's not decaf. My Hyundai was up at 4.30 this morning. We're burning that oil tonight, baby. And you're going to be able
1: to sleep after you
2: leave here? Like a baby. Lord willing. Can y'all, uh, so, so I get a little patchy on the sides. Can y'all grow a decent little mustache? I
0: get a little patchy
1: on the sides too. Yeah. No, I cannot. I can grow this thing on my chin and Love that's it. it. Can't Love grow it. it any. I've tried. I've tried two different times to grow like a, like a goatee. Yeah. And it just
2: doesn't work. It's too blonde. Are your wives pro or, uh, you know, against a nice little beard or mustache? Don't care. They're fine. Yeah. I think it.
0: it's work that's like, yeah. you know, I can't go to work looking. Mm. Like, too, like too ratty. <laughs> <laughs> too ratty. Yeah. Too uh-huh. unkept. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I
1: think Allie likes the idea of a goatee, mm. but uh, getting through the growing stages where it's a real prickly, you know, sure, she sure. doesn't like that. So, yeah. yeah, I just haven't been motivated to stick yeah. with it.
2: Prickles. Prickly. Not, that's
1: the, that's our facial hair talk. <laughs> yeah, not, we're not facial hair guys. <laughs> if you're looking for facial hair takes, you have to go somewhere else. Yeah. Mainly your pods. We are yeah. not into hair, we are not into facial hair. Uh no, we're into pubes. Yeah. We'll, we're into pubes. You want to talk pubes? That's coming up <laughs> in the off season. We've got uh pube talk with um with Johnny the Greek coming up. Look forward. <laughs> think he actually combs his? It's yeah. in a
2: bizarre way you would never ever
1: think about. It's styled like it's cut like a little dragon. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, look forward to that. Yep. Yeah. Love I'm, you, Johnny. <laughs> I'm not gonna let this derail this segment. This is we're we're too far in. We're two minutes in. We're we're rolling with it. So let's uh, transition from pubes to uh, the top IDP performers from divisional round. <laughs> th- that is uh, a segue that you can make
2: when you're on the big three IDP pod. I think y'all need to give me a little credit. I think a credit, little credit's due. for your pubes or what are we talking about here? Well, that.
1: Let me show it to you real quick. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, Here we go Wow, okay. you got a landing strip okay. <laughs> We got to turn okay. this show off
2: We'll be back after this break I uh, may have picked all four games last week on the pod you, I know you picked the Titans I took Packers I took uh, San Fran And I took Kansas City Nicely done
0: I mean, yeah. if you went the opposite of me Yeah, I mean, I think I uh, You I went mean, Vikings
1: Lovingly, you went Vikings you went, yeah. uh, I get you it went, uh, Ravens
2: Yep Yeah You went. did pick the Chiefs You though. went Chiefs I went Chiefs But I also did Seattle. Seahawks
1: mm-hmm. I mean I wasn't far off from you I One picked three.
0: Yeah I went two for Two for four Men are rough playoffs mm-hmm. You went two for two
1: No I went two for four Cause I picked the 49ers and Chiefs But I missed on the Y'all are Titans saying, Y'all are and, saying the
2: same thing He means two and two You two mean two, two out of yeah. four Two out of four uh, Same thing two You're and both two. right Yeah Great job, guys. We'll
1: get there. It's late. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, tip of the cap to you. I think you were one of the only people I saw that called the Titans in that game.
2: Yeah. I think that's maybe we'll talk about it at the end. But- guys, we're
1: one step away from the Titans being in the Super Bowl. Like, that would be so appropriate for the NFL and its big 100-year celebration to be like, and in the Super Bowl, we have the... Tennessee Titans the that storied franchise that started twenty years ago. Two thousand and one, right? Yeah, I think so, First yeah. Last year. They uh, were the, uh, before no, ninety right? nine, weren't they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think
0: so, because they played the uh not that the Rams that uh, ninety nine Super
1: nine, right.
2: Bowl or whatever. Maybe they were around a little
0: bit longer than that. I don't know.
1: Well they were the Oilers. I think did they just come straight from Houston to Tennessee? They so. were never
2: the Oilers up here,
1: were they? No, no they were yeah. always the Titans. I gotcha. Those
0: old Oiler, Oiler uniforms were sweet. Oh, yeah. I love that. I always play with those on Madden if I remember the, the Egg, Titans. Yeah. Do you,
1: do they have access to those? Yeah. As the, they never wear them though as the Titans, do they? No,
0: I don't think so. Although Chris, uh, CJ2K, remember, he yep. they would wear those occasionally a mm-hmm. few years ago or whatever. So I don't know why they don't do that more often because I think the uniforms now are trash. Oh, they're so bad. They've been
1: bad for a while. They went from bad to worse somehow. It's Mm. like, guys, you had a whole big thing in the streets of Nashville to announce these uniforms. I'm sure everyone was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So, uh,
0: Speaking of that, uh, Falcons are going to do some new unis. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: They put out a trailer, like a hype video, for an announcement of new uniforms that's not happening until April. Yeah.
2: So that's the NFL world that we live in right now. Probably like a metallic helmet, you know, go college.
1: Yeah, maybe so.
2: What about uh, what about us being at what's going to be the AFC <laughs> Championship game? I know.
0: I mean, we need to pump that on Twitter more. Oh my uh, gosh!
2: So uh, we'll talk about it after this a little bit more. But wow, we're we've really done things this year.
0: The big three, man. They, I uh, feel like we feel like we willed Fred to his impressive year. Absolutely. Feel like we've kind of been the main force in the Titans, kind of. Their second half surge. there's Who? Yeah, it really Canary started,
1: yeah, it really started with us mm. when we got there.
0: Yeah, we came in yeah.
1: and they were like, "Oh God, big threes here. We've got to show on the 50. out." Uh-huh. Yeah, there that we can see him. There's yeah. Steve. Steve's also here. Really uh-huh. and, Bobby's uh And he's got camo on.
2: We're gonna show we can't out. Can't really see but, him. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> we just see a face with some sunglasses on. That's it. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. Uh, sorry. They were the Tennessee Oilers. Yeah. Oh wow. From '97 to '98. And then they became the Titans in 1999. Hmm. Wow. They played in Vanderbilt Stadium that season, it looks like. I forgot 1998. all about
2: that. When did the Texans start? That was 2002. Okay. I was,
1: remember uh, that very well. David Carr. Yeah, oh, David yeah. Carr getting sacked like 158 times in one season. Wow. Um, Tennessee Oilers. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's got to be a vintage jersey. I think yeah. that was like their transition year. Hmm. But
0: but yeah, yeah very, very, very him? strange. It's cool to have Tennessee in it, you know, and I, I do hope they. It would be awesome to see them beat Kansas City.
2: Gosh, man, their uh, their secondary deserves a whole lot more credit. They played awesome. Adore Jackson had a lot of good Kevin plays. Kevin had a Kenny great Vaccaro. Game. Kenny Vaccaro was Logan good. Logan Ryan, yeah. There was another dude, too, uh, played a little bit of corner who had some nice little uh, bat downs. But,
0: but uh, Rashawn Evans has been great. Yeah, oh, let's yeah.
2: talk about it. I mean, some of the
1: top-performing guys from winning teams, uh, This the wild-card round was definitely dominated by the IDP p- uh, players. This week, the divisional round was all about offense, so the highest-scoring guys across the board I'd say more than half of like the top 50 were offense this week, but you still had some really impressive defensive performances. Kevin Byard in the IDP guys challenge, uh, their scoring scored 26. Logan Ryan, who has just consistently been awesome this year for IDP scored 24. Jarell Casey had 21. Kenny Vicaro had 17. So the Titans were very well represented in terms of top IDP scores from this weekend. Mm. A couple other guys worth mentioning here. The highest scoring defensive player, Frank Clark. Mm. 31 points. What did he have? Four sacks, I believe? Three or four? I can't. Was absolutely wrecking shop. Might mm. have been three. Against the Texans. Um, that was one of the craziest games I've ever seen. You think, oh my god, we're going to have an AFC South showdown in the conference championship, and then... Um Houston gets outscored fifty one to seven. seven yeah. yeah.
0: It's crazy. Unreal. Yeah, Frank Insane. Clark had three sacks. Three sacks. Four com- tackles for loss.
2: I completely forgot about him too. We talked about uh Chris Jones and Emmanuel Ogba and just completely papered over Frank
0: Clark. And Chris Jones uh left the game early, so we gotta hope that he's available. Otherwise Derrick Henry could really have a yeah, even bigger day. Uh, running bigger day. right up the
1: middle of that defense. Yeah. Um other guys from winning teams. Nick Bosa, twenty nine. Uh, so he was the second highest scoring guy. Uh, after Jarrell Casey, uh, also 21 points. Preston Smith, Sedarius Smith. So the Smith bros both had 21. That was pretty cool. Rashad Fenton, this wasn't a guy on my radar at all, uh, scored 20 points. Blake Martinez, 17. Vaccaro, 17. Bashad Breeland, 14. And Kenny Clark, 14. Kenny Clark. Mm. There he is. So uh, guys from the losing team, it was funny the winning teams by far had the highest-scoring IDP guys. Hmm. So, like, the highest scorer on a losing team, Earl Thomas, 20 points.
0: Earl Thomas, and that was – I think I remember talking about that. I thought that Mm -hmm. he could have a moment. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they won't get to play uh, anymore, you know, but that was – that that seems to happen in these, in these type things. The veteran guys can have big games here at the
1: end. Derrick Henry threw him out the club. So I yeah. think he would have been forced wow. to retire he after the up, game. Ended
0: up being a lead blocker for Derrick Henry. That was really <laughs> yep. cool. I hated that Henry ran out of bounds there. Oh, no. I thought oh. like that could have been a
1: Marshawn type Stay. run. Yep.
0: Guess he was off balance, maybe. Yeah. So,
1: uh, just some other guys here quickly, uh, from the weekend that did well. Eric Wilson, Clowney, Eric Hendricks. Jair Alexander, Daniil Hunter, another good game. Zach Cunningham, Garyon Conley, K.J. Wright, and Anthony Barr all scored 14 or more points. Mm -hmm. Guys, one name that jumps out here to me alongside Eric Kendricks was Eric Wilson, who was filling in, I think, for Kendricks when Kendricks was injured this season, but now seems to have established himself Mm -hmm. as a legitimate linebacking option. Do you all like uh, Eric Wilson at all headed into next season?
0: I mean, every time he gets a chance to play, he's, he really produces well. Yep. Uh, he's had some huge... He had that monster game earlier in the year, put up like 40-some points. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I do like Wilson. I like him a lot. It's just, is he going to get an opportunity? He's yeah.
2: 25 years old. He's yeah. so sneaky old. That's what I was going to say. How old
1: is he? Hmm. I like it, though. I mean... I don't know that um, necessarily I'd be looking at to pick him up like in an auction or a, a redraft league, mm-hmm. but I would definitely have my eye on him. I mean, he's
0: a guy that's probably out there yeah. in most leagues. There's not going to be a lot of leagues that he's owned in, so you you could probably uh, he'd be worth an ad for yeah. sure.
2: He's kind of like uh, I listened to an old pod that we did um, this week where you were talking about the Bears linebacker um, behind your boy. Nick Kwiatkowski. There you go. Kind of similar to that, you know. Has not really had a chance until um, Trevathan went down. And then when Trevathan went down, he stepped in and and he looked nice. Um, Be a decent little grab for a team. Not only in, you know. Uh, fancy football, but also in the real NFL. I think Kwiatkowski is a unrestricted free agent. He's gonna make a lot of money. Kind of yeah. similar though.
0: I mean you look at the the opportunities he's uh when he's gotten a chance this year, which was September twenty second against the Raiders, he put up eleven combined tackles mm. um and two sacks. So he got another he got another big shot at playing time, um twelve twenty nine against the Bears, and he put up twelve tackles in one sack. Mm. Um, and then we saw this week against the Niners he had, you know, ten combined tackles. That's
2: nice.
1: It's just a guy to keep in mind because we know injuries are gonna hit if like Eric Hendricks were to go out for an extended period of time. Wilson could step in as a potential back end LB one, yeah. high end L B two, in my opinion, in yeah. that Vikings defense. Sure. So no other real surprises here in terms of top performers. I think we mentioned that uh, Rashad Fenton was a guy who uh, wasn't really on any of our radars, uh, but really performed well uh, for the Chiefs. He's a cornerback. So part of that, I feel like, was just both teams were saying bombs away. So a lot of passes. I mean, 82 points scored in that game. Probably going to be a lot of tackles. I think that's why you're seeing, you know, Bashad Breeland and Fenton both uh, combining for uh, 34 points.
0: Yeah, it was tough to peg IDPs this week. Mm -hmm. You know, Not a lot of the names that you thought it would have been. Uh, Also, just checked at Eric Wilson's contract situation. He is a restricted free agent this year. Okay. So, I mean, that bodes well for him returning, I would think. I wouldn't imagine people
2: Mm -hmm. – I don't know what type of tender you'd have, but Mm -hmm. um, we'll see. Kendrick's another name this year. You had him in our – he was sneaky good. He He was was really good. He was really good. Yeah, Yeah, he was great this year.
0: Kendrick's really good. Yeah, he's very underrated. There's just a lot underrated. of good players on that defense, so a lot of times it's hard to, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of competition for tackles. A
2: lot of dudes up there don't get their credit. You know, even freaking Daniil Hunter, really, I don't feel like got Harrison Smith was a guy. He finally got some you know, credit this year, but he's been good. But even so, man, a lot of years. Yeah, Everson
1: Griffin, I yeah. think, was a top twenty-four defensive end in our league.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. they've always been overrated or underrated. Sorry, so
1: overrated. Yeah, getting too much love. So, guys, from the remaining teams, obviously we have the Titans, Chiefs, and then in the NFC we have the Packers and 49ers. Here are some options. Um, I went through and actually looked at all the options, but if you guys see someone that I'm forgetting, just chime in here. I think last week I was reading from my list of available players, so we might have missed some guys. So i tried to get everyone this time around. And I want to figure out here if, depending on who you have available, who would we suggest um, from these available options? So defensive tackle, Kenny Clark, Chris Jones, if he's healthy, keep an eye on that, Jeffrey Simmons, and Solomon Thomas. you got to start one defensive tackle. Who are you going for out of those four? Uh, probably
0: if- still Kenny Clark if he's yeah. available. I mean, you likely used him up last week if you probably listened to me. Mm-hmm. Um So, he actually probably is still available. He probably didn't listen to
1: me. Like, all right, I'm going the opposite of everything Adam
2: says. (laughs) Even if Chris Jones is quote unquote healthy, do you want him against Derrick Henry? You know, how long can he even play in a game? You know, the health concerns
1: do concern me, yeah. Um, But if he is no no limits, no concerns, I think I would, yeah, probably go Chris Jones because you know they're going to run the ball 30 times. Yeah.
2: Yeah, those those tackle numbers might be up. I don't know. This Jeffrey was... Simmons
1: is a nice option too, though. Yeah, Kansas I mean, City's going to run the ball kind of under the radar.
0: Just feel like I feel like Kansas is a team that's going to advance, mm-hmm. and uh, so save Chris Jones. Chris Jones is going to get the week off to get healthy. Yeah. You know, with the Pro Bowl mm-hmm.
1: before the Super Bowl, so you know you might actually have him available mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. So let's look defensive end now. You have guys like Frank Clark, Nick Bosa, Jarrell Casey, Eric Armstead, and D Ford available at D end. Any of these guys, um like well, what what's your strategy here? Because let's say that you have a mixture of these guys available. How are you playing this if uh if you've got a shot, you know, going into the Super Bowl?
0: Well, I think at this point I'm I'm uh you wanna you know, you wanna kinda of predict who you think you're, is gonna be your Super Bowl matchup. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think it's gonna be the Chiefs versus the forty ers
1: So it will be the Titans versus the Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> that would be awful. That would be a nightmare. <laughs> that too. would be and a very be bad rough. Super Bowl. I would yeah. hate that.
0: Uh so you know, I wanna I wanna keep one of those one of those two guys, one of those defensive tackles from those teams that I think is gonna advance. Um so, I'd probably go Darrell probably go Casey or, 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 um,
1: I'd go Casey and Armstead. You got to start two in that challenge.
0: That's true. I'd go one of the, because you have two Niners, so I'd go one of those. I'd Sa- go, save yeah.
2: Bosa. If you think Bosa is going to
1: advance,
0: I agree. Yeah, I'd go Casey or Armstead as well.
2: What do you think, Bobo? I think I technically said Armstead last week. So, assuming that I have lost him, um, Saving Bosa would be nice for the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, Kind of hard to not say Frank Clark because he had such a strong week, but I probably say Jarrell Casey as well. The Titans—he's been good. The Titans probably have the highest odds to go out this week of any weeks. I think Mahomes is. I think the Chiefs are better than Baltimore was. I think the Titans probably have had their easier games behind them. This will be a harder game for them. Not only have they beat them once, now Andy Reid has time to prepare for them. Um, it's hard to beat, you know, it's hard to beat a time a team three times, whatever they say. But I'd say it's hard to beat Andy Reid twice in a year. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes,
0: and you know, this one's at Kansas City. Big difference. So big difference. Yeah. Uh, another point on that, though, Chris Jones had a huge game mm-hmm. against Tennessee. They they played the he first did. time. So if Chris Jones is active, maybe you just go ahead and throw hope for a big in. game and yeah. yeah, throw him out there this week.
1: I'm looking at the forecast for Kansas City. Oh, my God. So Sunday, the high is 23 degrees. Nice. What that a about? Low of 11. But it's it? about what it was this yeah.
0: weekend. And it didn't. I mean, they dropped 51. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll be all right.
1: As long as there's not, like, any kind of precipitation Should be okay. Yeah. So uh, linebacker is very interesting. So you have a lot of Titans uh, that I've put in here. Um, So I don't think I actually have any Chiefs because the Chiefs are so hard to figure out on their linebacking core.
0: Anthony Hitchens was the guy we thought it was going to be, but Damian Wilson was their Mm. tackle leader last week. So, yeah, I probably just want to avoid that situation there.
1: Talk about a team that needs – So we're talking about Corey Littleton for (laughs) – yeah. For landing yeah, spots would be nice. Yeah, give me give me uh, Corey Littleton in Kansas City, please. Also,
2: Terrell Suggs hasn't done much since. Not he's been really. There. He kind of thought he might have one little decent game, and he's still got some time, but he hasn't been uh, doing anything of uh, you know worth much mention. So some guys here we're looking at
1: Rashawn Evans, Harold Landry, Preston Smith, and Zadarius Smith, the Smith Bros. David Long. This is a guy to keep an eye on for the Titans if Jayon is out which Vrabel said, I think, yesterday that we'll see how he progresses this week, but no clear indication if Jayon's going to play. Blake Martinez, Wesley Woodyard, and Camille Correa, Mm. also from Tennessee. So a lot of Titans options out there uh, to pick from, and I don't know that I wouldn't be tempted to just load up on Titans linebackers because you figure this is going to be potentially another high-scoring game going against the Chiefs a lot of opportunities for tackles.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But um you know it depends on how you feel about the NFC matchup as well. If you haven't used Blake Martinez yet and you think the Packers are going out to the 49ers, sure. You got to use him. Got to use Blake. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I mean if they're both available, I would go Evans and Martinez, but I think that's actually who I used last week mm-hmm. in in uh in IDP guys thing. So I would probably go that's really tough because you're basically looking at a bunch of edge guys. If you're not, I mean, if we're, if Evans and Martinez are there for you, you got to play those because those are the more solid guys that are going to get you the tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm having If you're having to take a, a dart on one of these edge guys, I'd probably go with Harold Landry mm-hmm. and one of the, you know, one of the Smith brothers, but probably Zadarius. Uh-huh. I think I'd go with Zad- Zadarius. I saw where he had, uh, he had the most I think that someone I can't remember the guy, but he created a new stat where it was um whoever who won the pass rush first on the on the defensive line. Hmm. Like when there when a sack occurred. Hmm. And uh Zadarius Smith was, was the league
1: leader in that stat. Wow. I'm not surprised by that at all. Huh. I saw an Instagram photo of him like lifting with like um I think he was doing some sort of like thing where the chains were draped over his shoulders and he was like kind of, you know, doing squats with these chains draped over his shoulders, something Mm -hmm. like that. And it was like, I've been doubted my whole life, so I'm just going to show up and ball out. And I was like, I am taking Zedaria Smith the next time I get an opportunity in um, some sort of IDP playoff league.
2: It's like uh, Miles Garrett doing uh, box jumps with 50-pound dumbbells in uh, both hands. Ridiculous. Okay,
0: so here it is. It's uh, from Seth Walter. We have a stat called Sacks Created. It credits a sack to the player with the first pass rush win on a sack rather than the player who finishes the play. Can be the same person. League leader, Zadarius Smith with 20. Wow. Uh, I can give you some of the other ones. Um So Zadarius Smith had 20. Daniel Hunter had 18. Cam Jordan had 17. Shaq Barrett, 17. Khalil Mack, 16. Dante Fowler, 14. TJ Watt, 14. Chandler Jones, 12. Bud Dupree, 12. Harold Landry, 12. Matt Judon, 12. Huh. But just a cool little uh, little thing I noticed out there. Just a new stat. It's always cool to see people try and tinker with, yeah, with defense sure. and, and you know find different ways to measure well, it. Well,
1: and what I love about that is sacks are historically not a a sticky. A, yeah, they're not a sticky stat. I was trying to stay away from sticky and sack. Huh. just you know,
0: just lean into it, baby. <laughs> yeah. Just
1: I'm going all in here at 10:50 p.m. Uh, But yeah, it's typically not a sticky stat. So let's look at something that can be replicated, which is, are you the guy beating your man off the line of scrimmage? Breaking the rest of the defensive line down. Pretty Exactly. So because that can be replicated, uh, whereas a sack sometimes is just luck. Yeah. You know, does the quarterback roll to your side of the deep, you know, roll to your side of the line as he's trying to escape the pressure and oh, he just runs right into your arms. Yeah. And you guys kiss, and you love each other forever. <laughs> mm. So cornerbacks, guys, is where things get interesting. There's the silent moan, if you guys were wondering when that was going to come.
0: Josh, you got to stop busting out. Just let him find it. Nope.
1: No, sir. Can't do it. <laughs>
2: yes.
1: All right, so cornerback. Uh, got a lot of options here, including a guy I'd never heard of. We talked about Rashad Fenton earlier. Logan Ryan, of course. If you have Logan Ryan, for the love of God, use him. Uh, Tremaine Brock was also a guy from Tennessee. I guess that's the cornerback opposite mm-hmm. Logan Ryan. Adoree Jackson also in the mix there. Uh, but Brock had a great game this yes, past sir. weekend. Uh, all, uh, Fenton, we mentioned, Jair Alexander, Bashad Breland, and Adoree Jackson. Mm-hmm. So depending on who you have available, um, Logan Ryan you probably used at this point because you thought, okay, the Titans are going to lose this week against the Patriots. Okay, they're definitely gonna lose this week against the Ravens. Mm -hmm. So you probably burned up your Logan Ryan at this point. Yeah. Mm. So who are you guys going for if Ryan is off the board? Huh probably go with
0: Probably go with Breland. Maybe a Dory. Um, you've always adored a Dory. Yes, you're right. Actually, Bobby, Bobby's always always been an Adory uh, fan.
2: You've always adored him, especially that first year when he uh, returned punts. That was a pretty nasty. He, he was a CB one. CB
1: one, like by far, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: also, probably need to give some love to someone like Richard Sherman. Maybe mm-hmm. you know he's an option here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I'd probably go with uh, we'll say Breland and uh, a Adory Jackson.
1: All right, Bobo. What about you? What are you thinking?
2: Yeah, I think you probably have to go with Dory because you probably haven't used him yet. I'm okay with Jair Alexander. I think I think that'll be fine as well. Um, it just depends on who your picks are to go to the Super Bowl. Don't pick those guys. If that's See, what you but feel you've like. got
1: me thinking about like, do you really want to save a really? a guy with a really high ceiling that should have an awesome game, and then they lose. Like, I was saving all the Ravens, and now that's all shot. I got Mm. nothing from any of the Ravens. Same here. Yeah.
0: I know. It would have been nice. It's a gamble. would have been nice. Or even like Kelsey. If you used Kelsey Mm. last week, if you're saving him, well, you just lost your – I mean, he's not going to have a better game than last week. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's
1: one of those times where it can really pan out. So let's wrap up with safeties. Three options here to look at. Kenny Vaccaro, Kevin Byer, Daniel Sorensen. Uh, You could also throw Honey Badger in there as well. Um, Any guys I'm missing here? Jaquiski Tart is a guy. Uh, Uh uh, Justin Reed? Jimmy Ward. Okay. Uh, uh, Justin Reed was what, Texans? Yeah. Yeah, He's out. Um,
0: And then, you know, the Green Bay guy. Oh, you're going to have Adrian Amos and uh, Savage. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'd probably play... I'd play Bayard, just because I, I love Bayard.
1: I think I'd go with both the Texans guys, or the Titans guys, honestly. Hmm. Um, and then I'd probably play Honey Badger, I think. Yeah. Might as well. He's got a propensity for big plays. He was so close to a uh, pick six. Yeah. Um, Did you see that video he put out about uh, some guy was some guy was oh, calling yeah. him out for being soft and not taking the sack on Lamar? Yeah. And he, he clapped uh, back at this guy uh, Deshaun, like Sean. Um yeah it was wh- Deshaun. he let Deshaun, up yeah sorry. He said, Why didn't you like finish off the tackle? And he was like, The game was over and that's my dude. I'm like not gonna blow him up. Yeah. You know, like that I, like, was really cool to see. It yeah, was. was cool. He's always been like really like smart. Yeah. Um Deshaun he keeps keep one
2: hundred, no doubt. He does. Deshaun didn't know at all, he was there. He was going to get hit hard. Yeah, he was.
0: Yeah. That's uh, but you know, those guys were teammates the year before when mm-hmm. Honey Badger was in Houston. So yeah, you figure those. So guys... you just
1: don't need it. And mm-hmm. also, there's a good chance you draw a penalty. Yeah. Uh, from crushing Deshaun yeah. Watson. So just that have moment. a little bit
0: of compassion for your, you know, your your fellow, your you fellow know, man, NFLers. And... Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I will tell you what. I will read you guys my lineup for Week 20 because I look, actually I put it together uh, just before we came out here to give us something to talk about. So you can kind of see. The guys that I um, have already used up because they won't be present here, guys that I'm saving. So um, I'll work defense up to offense because there's a choice I made at quarterback I want to get y'all's take on. So safety, I went Adrian Amos. I love my two cornerback picks, Jair Alexander, Bashad Breeland. Mm-hmm. Feel good about those. Um, so what I'm doing here on the linebackers, two linebackers, I went Zadarius Smith. And I'm going Quan this week, and I'm saving Fred for next week because I do believe the Niners will be in the Super Bowl. Mm. Bro, we didn't even list Fred on the linebackers.
2: Or my boy, Drake Greenlaw.
1: Yeah, where's y'all? Where are y'all coming in with the prep?
2: <laughs> Pitiful.
0: I mean, yeah, we just, we're just, we're just, just trusted that you, you know, really combed through it. And, yeah,
1: geez. Man. Hey, we're going to have to do prep next week, Bobby.
0: <laughs> we can't <laughs> trust
1: Josh. Thank God. The plan is finally coming to fruition here. <laughs> Self-sabotage. So defensive end, Frank Clark and Nick Bosa. So I think this is one where I'm going to save Armstead for next week and go Bosa this week. Have you used Buckner already? I think Buckner's listed as a D-tackle in there, and I think I used him last week, Mm. and he didn't do anything. He would
2: be a D-tackle.
1: Yeah. So D-tackle, I went uh, Kenny Clark. Mm -hmm. And then working back up through the offense, uh, tight end, I went George Kittle. I'm saving Travis Kelsey for the Super Bowl. Mm Mm-hmm. Like and then uh, I went with Sammy Watkins, Emmanuel Sanders, Alan Lazard, and McCole Hardman. So not great on the wide receivers. A lot of the good options had already been taken out for me. I used a lot of the Packers guys yeah. this past week. Devonte Adams. Yeah. Uh, running back, I went Jamal Williams and Tevin Coleman. Uh, I'm saving uh, Damian Williams or um, yeah, Damian Williams. Yeah. The Chiefs running back. Yeah. I'm saving him saving Raheem Mostert cuz nice. I think Mostert's questionable so my hope is Chiefs 49ers use Mostert and Damian Williams in the Super Bowl. And then I went Patrick Mahomes over Jimmy G. I like it I'm because okay it's that. like if if the Titans were to go out and I don't get any shares of Patrick Mahomes like yeah. I just got to I got to shoot my shot this week wow. and hope that he blows up and gets to advance, you know. But a lot of guys are saving them, so I don't know. What would you guys do if you had Jimmy G versus Patrick Mahomes?
0: I mean, I'm going. I'm probably not going to go Mahomes this week. I'm. I'm probably going. to I'm probably going to go Tannehill.
1: Well, no. If just those two guys, if that was the choice, because that's it. That's all I have. I used oh. Tannehill and Rogers
0: um, the past
1: two weeks somehow.
0: I got you. Uh, so it was just Jimmy G or those Mahomes. are my two
1: choices. Huh.
0: I'd probably go.
1: I'd, I'd honestly probably go
0: Jimmy G. Because,
1: see, here's my thinking, though, is I'm going Mahomes because I think Mahomes has the better chance to blow up, and what if these guys both lose? And then I have no quarterback for the Super Bowl.
0: That is true. You kind of want to hedge.
1: Yeah, it's like I'm kind of shooting my shot right now and saying, okay, if both these guys were to lose, at least I'm going to hopefully get a big Patrick Mahomes performance. I feel like the
2: ramps, the Rams.
1: <laughs> Bobby, where are you at right now, bruh?
2: Oh me. I feel like the forty ers have a better chance of getting past the Packers than Kansas City has a chance to get past the Titans. I feel like I'm more confident in the Forty ers than I am in Mahomes.
0: Wow, Bobby. So you're you're all in on this Tennessee team.
2: Dude, it's just it's it's, it's old Henry. school. It's time of possession. It's but Henry's it. wearing you down. Yeah. You know, and we're kind of getting into the whole thing that we talked about last week, and that, like, you know, you're talking about, um, Anthony Hitchens is going to be the guy who's going to be, you know, tackling. You've got Chris Jones possibly being out, um, you know, no Juan Thornhill. So you've got Honey Badger really who's going to be chasing Henry around. I don't know. We're kind of getting to that whole scheme of like, does Kansas City have a defense that There's, can actually yeah, contain Henry the again? Defense
0: isn't that good to begin with. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, Tennessee got up fourteen oh on Lamar. It's gonna be very contingent on Mahomes is gonna to have to do some dumb things. I don't think that Henry and Tannehill alone can beat Kansas City unless you get a tipped ball by Logan Ryan, then they get a couple of interceptions or they just get the ball to bounce their way somehow.
1: That secondary is very uh, advantageous. They are yeah. a big play secondary, so it's a fun defense. Wouldn't definitely. rule it out. And can AJ Brown? Can we like exhume his corpse from the I know What's Nashville field? Like I think he's put up goose eggs the past. Corey Davis as yeah. well.
0: Like I mean, neither one of them have done anything. Yeah, because
1: John, <laughs> that's right. Really well, is. we here's well, Also,
0: Tannehill's thrown for a combined 150 yards. Yeah, so. yeah but true. we
1: do. We know that Tannehill can. Make it happen through the air. We saw it happen in the last game when these two teams played. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, let's do picks here, fellas. Uh, So it sounds like, uh, Markham, are we both going Chiefs and 49ers to advance? For sure. All right, give me scores of both of those games. All right, Chiefs,
0: 35. Titans, 31. Niners, 35. Packers, 24.
1: Alright. So I'm gonna go a really high scoring game for Chiefs Titans. I'm gonna go forty two to thirty five, Chiefs. Wow. Really close. I, I give the Titans a lot of props, which hurts me deep, deep, deep in my soul. And then uh I will go forty ers uh let's say twenty eight, Packers twenty four. Bobby, I think you're going Titans, aren't you? Do it,
2: man. Ride the wave. We'll go uh Kansas City. 28, Titans.
1: Don't say 29. That's 31. A, okay,
2: good. <laughs> and Joshua kalu blocks the field goal. That's it. What was – you all remember that score? It was pretty high. Mahomes had 450. I
0: feel like it was 32. 29, all 32, I can
2: remember 29. was Henry breaking loose, running towards us, and it felt like the stadium was just shaking. So that one was 35-32. Wow. Titans won.
0: That's so, the score I picked. Okay. It's just flipped. So you're just flipping Opposite. it. It's
1: flipping it, baby. The ultimate
2: revenge. So you're saying that <laughs> Made him uh, the score David they beat Wilson's going to run for 200. Tannehill's <laughs> going to throw for 450. Yes,
0: sir. <laughs> David Wilson.
2: What you said well, Who did I say? <laughs> Damian Wilson. I don't know, guys. <laughs> yeah. You said Damien Warford. Uh, Warford? Uh, who was the guy Cavill said the other day? Uh, oh, God. Uh, Listenberry? Uh, Lawrence, Lawrence, uh, Lawrence, Listerberg. Listerberg. Listerine strips. But anyways, yeah. And then, uh, so 31-28 Titans, uh, and then I think, I think the 49ers are going to win. I don't care what the score is there. I Let's say they get 42. 42 to 28. Hey, give them 49. Going, nah, 40. Let's give them 69. <laughs> Just, yeah. Every that's that should be the troll job is uh
1: everyone picked the 49ers <laughs> to score 49 points. Yeah. Let's give a new <laughs> thing going yeah. forward. Yeah. <laughs> they win 49 to 94. <laughs> every score oh, is uh, man. I love that.
2: I love that.
0: It's so
1: good. This is such a good podcast with so many good bits. <laughs> Including just ending on you yelling Just get to a point where I don't know if it's like The medicine you're taking or just Mm -hmm. your brain Or it's just you Mm -hmm. And you can only contain the beast for so long Before he comes roaring out We're all different That's why this country's so beautiful You actually walked out of the shed I think to go blow your nose a little bit ago
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to blow it I'm ready to blow my nose
1: (laughs) Not blow your brains out, but just blow your nose Deb- we'll see. Debatable. We'll see. We're going to drive Adam to his house. Y'all enjoy AFC and NFC Conference Championship weekend. Uh, guys, I thought maybe next week uh, we could break down the Pro Bowl and go player by player and give the specific stat line finishes that we think. <laughs> I thought we'd just take that week off, baby. <laughs> I actually did have an idea. Ways we could fix the Pro Bowl. Give us the week off! <laughs> Let us have some time with our family! I'm so tired. I'm
2: so scared.
1: I will remind you all that we started this pod talking about keeping the streak alive. Uh, So, you will be here. We
0: don't give a damn about that streak, Josh. You know it. We're so tired. You
1: shut up with the streak talk. I
0: miss my family and my boy.
1: Is your boy separate of your family?
0: I don't know. I I haven't seen him in a bit. (laughs) Love you, son.
1: All right, we're going to leave you all with that positive note. We'll see you all next week to talk about the Pro Bowl. Y'all take care.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Big3IDP.